There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to Text Message, the UK-focused technology podcast with me, Nate Plankson. And me, Ian Morris. And if you're one of our Patreon supporters, this is your extended ad-free version of the show. And thank you to our latest patron, L. Boyton, who is among those supporting us directly. And for just the price of a couple of coffees a month or something like that, you can join him or her, actually. I don't know which that is. And get access to our full-length ad-free show. Listen and chat with us as we record live and get our exclusive sister show, Extra Message. It's August, Ian. We've bravely ventured into a new month um i'm ready and waiting to see what it throws at us are you uh yes of course i'm, I'm hoping it's better than july's been i'll be honest july has been an absolute bummer of a month and yeah. just just to put a bit of context on this for you ladies and gentlemen the reason we didn't have a show last week uh was because my cat died um while i was at my brother-in-law's wedding um so we had to race back uh, just after the ceremony when the pet sitter said that um, the cat was not behaving particularly well. And we managed to arrange an emergency vet appointment while in the car racing back down the motorway. Um, and unfortunately, uh, little Robin is no longer with us as a result of some sort of a severe blood clotting um, that we couldn't have done anything about, uh, but it did render us somewhat useless uh, last weekend, hence no show. Uh, so very sorry about that, but uh, I'm even more sorry about the loss of my cat because yeah, uh, he was uh, he was a beautiful boy. I'm very, very sad as well. Beautiful boy. And he wasn't my cat, but he was lovely, and I did enjoy videos. Yes. Um, so thank you to everyone who sent some kind messages about robin and uh sorry for the lack of a show last weekend but um we'll make up for it this week i'm glad to be back with you in and i think it's time that we likewise pull back our kimono and see what's lurking around <laughs> the loins of this week's tech news mm. not a lot i'll be honest not a lot no. but i wanted to start by talking about something ofcom published this week it is a 71 page pdf don't worry we're not going to read all of it but the most important parts of this document uh, are on page three and the title of the document is pricing trends for communications services in the uk yeah told you it was a <laughs> slow news week but bear with me because this is actually a hell of a lot more interesting than you might expect i'm going to skim over some of the introductory text and essentially jump to their executive summary, the, confu uh, the conclusions, Ofcom found some very interesting facts about um, how we are paying for our mobile phones and broadbands and all this sort of thing over the last 12 months. It's quite a comprehensive study. Here are some of the things that it's found. And Ian, feel free to jump in for any of these if you have an opinion thereon. Uh, first thing at the very top of the list is the price of mobile services is still falling for most customers. The average cost of a SIM-only mobile service based on average uh, use fell by 10% in 
2020, and that's despite an increasing amount of voice and data being used. Pay monthly SIM-only prices for services with over a gigabyte of data are continuing to decline, uh, but some occasionally, uh, some occasional and low-use users are finding less choice there uh, and rising prices. Basically, people who want to prepay are getting um, shoved into a corner, which I don't think is yeah. a is a huge surprise, right? I mean, this is always the way that that things go, but ten percent decline on average for uh, SIM-only mobile services that seems uh, that seems quite a lot. The other, the other fact that stood out here is that mobile customers are paying less if they're only taking SIM-only deals um, as opposed to if you're paying, say, for a two-year contract, which is something we've always said, right? Is that if you No can, surprise there, really. You know, if you can do it that way, it's <clears throat> almost always the best way of doing it. But then having a pay monthly contract enables you to get a better phone than you'd be able to afford up front, I guess. And, you know, you, you pay your money and you takes your choice, but... Yeah, I mean, for me, it's never made sense. But uh, I do wonder if things were different. What would I do? Would I be, would I be happy to pay up front for a very expensive phone? These days, with the iPhone, um, you know, I've just come, I've just switched from the 10s Max to the uh, iPhone 12 Pro, and it's great. I love the new phone, but the it's amazing how well the 10s Max had held up. It's a bit of a testament to the hardware, really it takes quite a few years for it to not be serviceable anymore. So, you know, if you factor that in over a couple of years, it's it's probably is worth buying it outright. Well, Ofcom put a number against this and it worked out that the difference in price between buying a phone and buying uh, and, and signing up for a SIM-only contract versus, as you're describing, getting a new phone with that contract and having it effectively rolled into the price you pay every month the the the, the difference is 23%. So it's effectively you're being charged 23% interest in order to yeah. to take out um that quote unquote loan as they're calling it. On a 1000 pound phone or an 800 pound yeah. phone that's quite a lot of money you're you're but then you know who's if you can't afford to buy the phone up front then what what are your options really? These are Devices are often a lifeline now, aren't they, for people? You know, they've become computer replacements and, you know, organizational tools. And, you know, so realistically, it's become virtually essential that you have a smartphone, especially with COVID and all that nonsense. Yeah. Well, the thing is that you could probably get a a better credit uh, rating, not rating. um, You could probably get that less if you bought it on a credit card. Yeah, probably. You're not going to pay twenty necessarily. Have to pay twenty three. Well, it it does depend. I mean, the APR yeah. on a credit card is you know eighteen to sort of twenty three percent. So that's mm. probably how they work it out. To be I'm fair, I'm just thinking. Like, I'm just thinking in terms of entry point for high end devices. You know, if you if you can work out that you're going to be paying a few percentage points less uh, than Ofcom thinks you'll pay on average, which is twenty three percent, then. Um, it could be worth and go for it. It could be it could be worth doing. Um, what else have we got in here? Some people have been putting up prices. Of course, BT and EE have increased prices uh, across landline broadband TV uh, mobile. Three introduced price increase of four point five percent to be applied each April, um, and Vodafone's put prices up as well. But despite that, that's still um, that the average price for mobile only services are falling interestingly so, i don't mm. think that three does put its prices up on its sim only monthly tariffs because i've been paying 20 quid now forever 
Hmm. And it's never gone up. So I think that must be like, I don't know what where where that applies. But I suppose it makes sense in a way, because actually, if I signed up for a 12-month contract, I could save £4 a month and get unlimited phone calls and texts, because I'm on a significantly worse tariff. I have unlimited data, but I don't have unlimited anything else. Um, and I'm overpaying, but I'd have to agree to a 12-month contract, which, if we're honest, probably isn't a big deal. Um, but also, it does mean I would have less flexibility. Charlotte says that in the chat, listening live, that um, she's on SIM only with three, and it's not gone up, as yeah. far as she's aware. You can sort of see it, because I, I do think that those people who don't don't change those tariffs are probably overpaying. So, Yeah. Well, some key metrics then, uh, just to put some other uh, interesting numbers that popped out uh, from this report. Um, Mobile services. So average mobile use since 2015. And bear in mind, this is based on 2020 data. So it's it's five the five year difference between 2015 and 2020. Um, The average price, and this is across everything that you may subscribe to on mobile, has decreased 22% over those five years when everything's factored in. Um, the use of minutes, as in calling, has actually gone up 32%. SMS has gone down more than 50%. Data use, this is unsurprising, but just fascinating to put a figure against, up 369% in the UK over that five-year period. And bear in mind, we had 4G in 2015, so this isn't to do with 5G. This is while we've had decent 4G coverage. Um... And the other thing that Ofcom pointed out in terms of mobile service is that the average 5G price premium over 4G services fell from £21 a month in July 2019 to £3 a month in 20, uh, in October 2020. So in terms of, you're not basically paying that much more to get 5G anymore. I'm not paying any more and I get 5G. So it's just that 3's network is stratospherically bad, so you don't really pick it up anywhere. But... I have shown you at least two examples of uh, the maximum speeds I've had on it, and it is quite remarkable when it works. Uh, one other fact, actually, that I'm just going to po- uh, point out here. Uh, 51%, so technically more than half of all people who have a landline included in their broadband service, you know, when you buy it as a bundle, yeah. didn't make a single outgoing call <laughs> in the three months up to November 2020. Yeah. I mean, no I'm not surprises. surprised. I mean, why would you? There's just no reason to, is there, at all? I mean, you know, you might have a cordless phone, but you've still got to go and get it. And you're always going to have your mobile phone in your pocket because what happens if you need a poo? You're not going to go to have a poo without a phone, are you? That would be insanity. What would I you agree. do? Well, you read the back of the shampoo bottle, don't well, you? Well, but we've all read that. I spent the ages... Have you read them recently? I must admit I have not. Well, leave you... If I wanted to read them, I'd Google them on my phone. Very fair. (laughs) There are 71 pages in this Ofcom document, and it it is actually... I mean, I'm not going to pretend I've read it from top to bottom. I have not. I've skimmed it and looked for the interesting numbers. But there are lots of interesting numbers, lots and lots of very accessible and color-coded charts. It's quite an easy read if you're interested in this. We'll include a link in the show notes. We've got a link to it in the Patreon uh, live chat as well as we record. But uh, go to uktechshow.com and find that if you want to get a deeper look at pricing trends for communication services in the UK. 
I got a product um, earlier this week. Ah, uh, yes, a, a, I saw your video. A review unit of the new Nothing Ear One headphones in ears. You know what, ears. mate? Go on. I was, I, you've surprised me. I'll let you continue now, but you've surprised me. Go on. Okay. <laughs> These are the first products from um, a company called Nothing, which is founded or was founded by a chap called Carl Pei, who co-founded OnePlus, left OnePlus last year. And um, the first of its products uh, are in-ear headphones. So think think AirPods Pro, AirPod Pros rather, um, think Samsung Galaxy Buds, think all the varying iterations from other manufacturers uh, within the design aesthetic of that sort of headphone thing. That's what they are. And they have a lot of the features that you would expect from a pair of headphones like this. They're truly wireless, so there's no cable that connects one to the other. Um, They use Bluetooth 5.2, which is particularly good for low power and for distance that uh, the sound can travel between your device and the headphones. Um, They have active noise cancellation. They have sound isolating tips, so you get a good bass response. They have touch sensors on the side so you can skip tracks but you can also control volume up and down by sliding it um obviously there's microphones you can make calls um they charge in a case um and the case chart itself has a battery in it and charges with usb-c um design wise they're translucent we'll include a link if you go to uktechshow.com find the link Um, you'll see some pictures that I took of these. I actually made that video uh, that we did on Bloomberg at at home um, this week. So that was obvious. There was a cracking great big drum kit behind you. uh, That's true. I do not have a drum set at at the office. Um, Not this one. Did have one at CNET, if you remember. Yeah, I do. Yes, very much. (laughs) You got told off a lot for playing it at lunch and everyone's desks shook. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway. I don't uh, know. Seems like a nice thing to have happen at lunch to me, but anyway, whatever. For me, it was lovely. For everyone else, apparently, it was less so. And um, the headphones, uh, they cost £99 in the UK, $99 in the US, and and equivalents in other parts of the world. And the real um, shocker to me is that these sound very, very, very good. I mean, now, I, I really didn't expect that. I, I must admit, because everything they did in the launch, in the run-up to the launch, howled influencer to me. And when you go after the influencers, you, you, I, I don't want to be too rude because some of them are very, very good. Yeah. Um, and I watched Marquez Brownlee and he pretty much said the same thing as you did. Like, it was actually quite impressive. So I was sceptical, but I was very impressed by the fact that you like them. I like a great deal of influencers, including... One of the investors, Casey Neistat, who I think is absolutely fabulous. I think it's fantastic that a £99 pair of headphones with active noise cancellation actually perform brilliantly. Um, I've got the Amazon Echo Buds and they're terrible. And we've talked about those on, on, on the show a few weeks ago. We, we talked about how they compared to the AirPods. And obviously everything you just said about influencers, I don't care at all because I'm only interested in whether they sound good and whether they work well for the money and they do and they do and to the extent that i um i got kate to try them out she was actually in the video because i needed someone's who whose head i could shoot that didn't have a beard on it and kate keep she keeps her beard very trim um and 
Um, and she probably has better ears than you. I don't know. Well, I mean, this might be sexist, but I do think women's ears tend to be more aesthetic. Well, put it this way. <laughs> they have less hair coming out of them. <laughs> um, uh. Anyway... Um, but but yes, I would I, I I would have been with you on on that, and I've never, as you know, I've always been very very down on Apple's basic AirPods because I think they sound like garbage considering how much and also I, I they cost. I think, and this is I've written about this recently because Apple's about to launch a new pair of AirPods, mm. and the market has changed so significantly. They are going to have to do something. I, I think to keep up, they are going to have to put in some effort because whilst it, obviously people with Apple iPhones are going to gravitate towards airpods i haven't seen anything that suggests that the nothing ones are bad with the iphone Um, and in fact there's kind of a good argument to get a third party's product because ultimately then you're not going to have a better experience on either one or the other are you really well because it's going to be i would disagree i would disagree because as is always the case if you buy an apple accessory to work with an apple product you can usually rely on it integrating more quickly and with with fewer hurdles than if you were to buy a competing third-party product you see this with headphones all the time that you buy a pair of non-apple headphones and you have to go through the traditional uh, bluetooth pairing process install a separate app that is absolutely the case with the nothing ear ones you have to install a separate app you have to connect manually at, to bluetooth it can obviously pair with multiple devices but it is mm. not as seamless as as Apple's AirPods, where you essentially open the case, press connect, and it's instantly connected to every device that you have connected to your iCloud account, to the extent that if you're using a, a, a your iPad and listening to, to a podcast, and then you close your iPad and you walk over to a Mac and you start using something on the Mac, it, it, the sound just moves over. If you wanted to, obviously you can turn that off. Things like that you only get for a tightly integrated ecosystem, but that doesn't work very well for people who maybe have an Android phone, but everything else is Mac or they use PCs, but they just have to use an iPhone. So it's a trade-off. The nothings are no worse than any other product in in that regard. The app... Um, I was disappointed it doesn't have a version that runs natively on iPad, as in with the native iPad yeah. size design. The app looks like a car crash, to be honest. It's basic, but it's functional. It's not. It's nothing to be sneezed at. And frankly, they've put all the time and money, by the looks of it, into um, into the the product and the sound. Yes, but I think my problem is that they they made an effort with the app to make it look fancy when actually they could have made it look basic and work a bit better. There were lots of examples. I mean, this I think came from Marquez's video. Um, and he, he was like, you know, there was there's bits of text cut off and stuff like that. And, it, you know, it's just like, well, if you if you'd sort of just made it more basic and then upgraded it later down the line, that would have been fine, wouldn't it? Rather than sort of launching something that's a bit rubbish. But then they that some of those guys may have had early production samples as well. So it's very difficult to tell. Well, I had an early production sample and they from what I can tell is they they been updating firmware up to the point of release up to the point of you know announcement and 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 things and and you're going to be able to buy these in august or rather they're going to be delivered in august um but truthfully i mean i wish so i had a, i had a chat with carl i've talked to him a few times but i had a chat with him and i can't say anything about what he said on that call because we were talking off the record but what i will say that i had said to him is that when i tried these i would have expect them to have cost twice as much 
Mm. And I think I don't think I'm breaking the rules to to, to say that. No, I think. And also, I think um, also the, I th- I suppose the point of them is that they they probably are still profitable. That's the thing that the markup on headphones is madness. So I mean, it may be a more slender profit margin, but then how much profit margin do you realistically need? As long as you're in the black, it, it shouldn't really matter. But I think this will be obviously a gateway to more products down the line that you know, might be more profitable for them. Well, we know... They've done the hard bit now. We've done... I mean, I've been reporting on nothing for a little while now, and I had a piece back in, um, I think, February about the company when it got backed by Google Ventures, or GV, so and the Alphabet company, who who basically entirely funded that round of, of funding, but they've, they've got a bunch of other investors on board, and, and I'll include a link to um, to that story, which is on Bloomberg, in my... Uh, in the show notes ukitechshow.com but one of the things that that he made very clear is that they're not setting themselves to be an audio company specifically and that headphones are one of a an ecosystem of home products that that they're going to yeah. be making so they want now, i think they want it to... will be interesting yeah. i think I, I'm, because we all know what happened to oneplus you know this was intru- it was introduced as a company that was cost aware and but wanted to provide a really good hardware product that was modestly priced. Now that obviously was Carl Pay's. Um, is that how you pronounce his name? Carl Pay. Pay or Pay? Pay. Carl Pay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I think that that was you know his vision then, and, and I think that slipped away from OnePlus now. That you know there, there are still some budget offerings, but the the flagship phone is now getting up to the sort of same price as any other flagship phone. If um, I mean, and I'm not saying nothing has never said it's a budget offering, has it? It's uh, it's just going for a really good bit of the market. Like that, that hundred pounds is the sweet spot for true wireless, um, because I think any more than that, and it it just it feels like more of a decision. If it's a hundred quid on the nose, I feel like that's a that's something people would just be like, yeah, I'll get them more and especially when you're talking about Apple's AirPods, which are aging and don't even include a wireless charger anymore. Like, you know, you you can pay extra and have a wireless charger. But that just seems very mean, given the low cost of adding that technology in. Mm. So, yeah, I think we'll see what happens. It'll be interesting. I hope Apple's paying attention to this um, because the the next AirPods will need to be significantly better. And I think there's, there's, a, there's a key fact here, which is that one of the things Apple's been doing recently is obviously promoting spatial audio and john asked about this in the discord while we're while we're chatting because spatial audio is something that works well on airpods it does work on non-apple headphones but it's something you can experience through headphones that you know at least as far as apple's concerned you can only get from apple and um but it launched that simultaneously with lossless and high-res audio and none of these headphones not even apple's 500 pound airpods max headphones support the company's own lossless which is one of the most yeah. ludicrous things i've ever seen in the world but um but there is room here for apple to come out with a model that supports all of those sorts of high-end atmos high-res lossless all that kind of stuff uh, all that feature set that makes the airpods the worthy purchase for the premium that Apple products tend to come with over the competition. And I'll say this as a final word. Obviously, I'm talking about nothing here as a review unit. I didn't pay for them. They're not mine. They were sent in. I bought my AirPods, uh, my AirPod Pros. And mm. the, the, the key for me is always, if I broke something, what product would I go out and buy to replace it? You know, with my own with my own money. I always talk up the iPads because I like buying the iPads. Um, the headphones are the are the, are the same, 
And I have to be honest right now, if I broke my AirPod Pros, I would buy the Nothing headphones as a replacement. Interesting. Until, well, there we go then. Until yes. Apple brings out an AirPod model that supports its fancy audio features and makes that work better. Be- is that achievable, do you think? It is achievable. It is. It is. Yeah, technically it is, of course, achievable. And then that premium becomes more worthwhile for me as somebody in the Apple ecosystem. But if I want, if I was just to purely go out and buy them, then this is this is what I'd buy. So re- take take that for what it is worth, um, ladies and gents. And if you have any questions about uh, this or indeed any other headphone or audio related issue, uh, drop us a line. Hello. No, hang on. What is our email address? Uh, UK Tech Show at iCloud.com. Ian, we have got a couple of things in our mailbag. And we have a first in 246 main episodes of text message over the last six and a half years we have a first see if you can tell what it is it comes from Raphael. hi ian i just listened to your latest episode and in switzerland 2g has been act- deactivated last year it's incredible the amount of things that run on it from elevator emergency phones to garbage collection and it room alarms i had to change those at my job so that we could still get alarms when the ac unit goes down in the it room and let me tell you finding a good 4g signal inside the room was not easy um concerning bad people on social media he goes across we talked about both of these things the other week i'm running an alternative platform called mastodon and i managed to get uh, to cut 99 percent of bad people and bots simply by manually approving each user that wants to register now i I, i've heard of mastodon i know a few networks that run on it i want to say i have a feeling that this week in tech guys run there run something on on mastodon i might be making that up uh but thank you raphael i I did set up i did set up an account for mastodon many years ago Hmm. um it's a it's there's a sort of you can use any sort of network can't you and it's basically some networks operate independently and our small communities and some networks peer with all the other networks and make a big network and you know you can pick the sort of one that you want based on what suits your needs so it's a good idea i guess like with whatsapp you know or facebook you have to sort of go where your peeps are so that makes it kind of difficult because i guess not a lot of people are on mastodon but i i completely agree it's a it's a good idea and that's definitely the key to getting rid of the uh jerks so thank you Raphael. that's a good email mm, it was a good email and did you notice the the unique aspect of that email um it was addressed to me not you it was addressed to you not me no mention and i like that a, f- a first i it think is a first it's, in this it's usually nate and ian it's sometimes nate and i tease people for not including you because we co-host <laughs> it but this was the first <laughs> yeah. time i was pleased to see it someone responding directly to you so thank you yes. Raphael. that was well, it, that was, it it is noted and appreciated very very kind and thanks for flagging um mastodon again um of course if anyone's listening who wants to recommend a different social network that is named after an extinct genus uh do uh, send that in 
uktechshow.icloud.com. We had one other email that came in from Rupert, uh, also about our discussion on networks. Um, he said, something that deserves some notice is that lots of older people are using feature phones on 2G networks. Shutting down mm. 3G will have less impact, but sitting down... Uh, shutting down 2G will cause considerable disruption as few of these older people will cope with modern smartphones and they really don't need it either. They just need basic voice and SMS. Um, and uh, he also says, as an aside, I'm at a big event today. The 4G network is saturated, but dropping down to 3G works really well. I think we mentioned that, didn't we? I had a similar experience. Always yeah. um, oh, a good trick. I mean, if you can't get on 5G, which is generally quite empty... Hmm. Uh, then, yeah, 4G is where everyone is. So pick another one. Yeah. If you want to pick another podcast, I recommend Daily Tech News Show because it's full of some of the most lovely people you can ever hope to be informed about the wider world of technology news. Here's what those beautiful people's mouths have been spewing forth this week. This week on Daily Tech News Show, China's big tech crackdown continues and why it may hurt all of us. The chip shortage affects Apple, and James Thatcher explains how shipping problems contributed to the whole mess. Patrick Norton helped us understand the Intel Beast Canyon gaming nuck and AMD's new entry-level GPU. Who are they for? Plus, Nate joined us to try to make sense of Intel's new chip roadmap and seemingly random names, and we may have induced interest in sport in Nate. Tune in to find out at dailytechnewsshow.com. Well, if you've enjoyed this episode of Text Message, as I have, and I assume Ian has, despite his various physical ailings this week, and thank you for stepping up despite feeling... My like... maladies. Well, my, my throat is a little better. Good. My mysterious foot illness is is uh, is still causing me problems. Oh, I'm really... Sh I'm, sh I'm sorry I've got a problem with your, with your foot. But don't worry, ladies and gentlemen, he'll be back next week. Uh. As... We <laughs> as will I um, <laughs> but if you would like to consider backing us and getting access to our full length ad free show that would be fantastic you can listen live get extra message um, and join the wonderful community of people who listen live and support us directly go to patreon.com forward slash UK tech or show us support for free by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. We've had a couple of people re uh, leave some new ones recently if you haven't for a while it would be massively grateful the best way of supporting the show more than money more than anything else is by telling someone that they should listen to it and give it a try so thank you to everyone who does that ian i hope your foot gets better i'm literally 13 minutes away from walking out of my door to go on holiday for a few days so i will see you for extra message probably quite soon and then another show next week have a delightful holiday thank you sausage Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.